0: The Other Kind Radio, talk radio. The Other Kind Radio, talk radio. Recorded live from the studios here in Omaha, Nebraska. Welcome to another edition of The Other Kind Radio, talk radio. Today is May 10th, 2020, and this is episode 86. Before you get things started, Uh, happy Mother's Day. For those of you wondering, The Other Kind Radio is a weekly podcast in which Todd and Jeff ping-pong around all things pop culture and deliver it to you, the kind listener. Returning kind listeners, welcome back to the program. We hope you are safe and practicing social distancing. First-time listeners are congratulated on finding us among the plethora of podcasts that are out there. Todd and I are glad you're here. Sit back, relax, enjoy. I also want to welcome a new audience, which is Twitch We're streaming live on Twitch this morning, and I was all excited about uh, all the waves it would make. And I realized, because this is a podcast, nobody's going to know we're streaming live until the podcast comes out. And then by then, the stream have ended. So, once again, showing the marketing chops. (laughs) or lack of here but we are going to start uh streaming live on twitch there's a few people we're kind of doing test run today so I, i i sent the link out just a few people and uh they're taking a look at it now so uh that's that's good news um we also right now encourage all of our listeners and watchers on twitch to like subscribe to the other kind radio by doing so you're helping feed the algorithm that keeps the podcast universe spinning and our show in its gravitational pull Once again, this episode of The Other Kind Radio was brought to you by Pub134. Right? So we're all locked in our houses. We can't go anywhere. We're having to use things like Instacart to get groceries. And, uh, you know, maybe there's a a Saturday barbecue or something that you want to do. But you need something cold to drink while you're barbecuing. Well, that's where Pub134 comes in. If you subscribe to their Instagram at Pub134 Omaha or go to Pub134.com, They'll show you their schedule. They're opening their doors. I've been there. There's Santa Santa Wipe, hand sanitizer everywhere. You go in, you get yourself a six-pack beer, whatever you want, take it home, have your barbecue, consume your drink, and Pub 134 is there to take care of you. They're located on the corner of Maple and 90th. So swing by, tell Nick that uh, the Other Kind Radio sent you, and uh, practice that social distancing. This week on the Other Kind Radio, first of all, like I said earlier, happy Mother's Day. Todd's take on a new band, and I didn't update the run sheet, folks, so I'm looking at Star Trek Discovery, and that's not it. He's going to talk to us about a band called American Aquarium. Uh, Jeff's Judgment, last week Microsoft held an online event for the Xbox Series X, and I have some few thoughts and pointers for that big company about that event. Center Stage is going to be all about Mother's Day. We're going to talk about the history And uh, send out some shouts for Happy Mother's Day. Headlines, we've got some interesting headlines that have come out this past week. And then we're also going to talk about a few people that have passed away. And then I think we'll let you, uh, we'll cut you loose so you can go enjoy your, uh, your Mother's Day. So right now let's go ahead and bring on my podcast partner. He is a family generator, movie maker, guitar and drum player book author, boombox founder, and all-around renaissance man live from his studio in the great state of Texas and delivering the pop culture significance of the number 86. Please welcome Todd.
1: I'm sorry, Jeff. Did you know that our images are streaming live? I'm seeing myself on the Internet, and I kind of don't know what to do with myself.
0: Right? It's kind of like I want to just block out this part because anybody that's, like, eating breakfast and watching a stream probably is is <laughs> regretting it
1: you know i i'm just loving the fact that after so many times of uh talking about my nerdy movie collection garbage, yeah you can actually see the stuff behind me
0: yeah is that king kong is that or is that batman
1: that is, that is king kong that okay I'm pointing to hey there's a One comic book
0: idea king kong batman what happens when batman dies king kong breaks in steals by batman stuff modifies well, it <laughs> there's
1: a reductionist jeff yeah i'm sorry so you know there's actually um because I, you know tying in that i do the whole men of the apes podcast as well there is a comic book series of planet of the apes and king kong oh is there yeah that they actually go and i i read it and it was kind of crappy but uh yeah and by the way one of my favorite movie things right there do you see that little that is a 3D version of the Jaws poster that I'm pointing to right there. I know that in the podcast world, this is really exciting. Right, I love that thing. That's one of the reasons I frame it up that way.
0: It's we're right we're wetting the palette. How are you, Jeff? I'm good. We're wetting the palette of the podcast listener to want to come watch the stream on Twitch, which I should mention is will be available. All of our uh, shows will be archived on Twitch. Uh, If you're uh, not on Twitch watching us right now, I probably should give you the address. It is twitch.tv forward slash Hectos, H-E-C-T-O-S, because that's not confusing enough. Hectos is my screen name and my gamer name. And uh, after much trying to analyze whether we should launch the other kind radio channel, but I'm also doing some gaming and stuff on there as well. So twitch.tv forward slash Hectos. Todd I'm doing fine how are things day for with this whole thing
1: things are good um you know uh we're like everybody else we're going through garbage with my wife being furloughed and Mm. being here and yeah she's bored out of her mind I'm working all the time but you know what it's turning into for me is all the projects that I kept thinking hey I'm going to do this around the house those are now my sanity project right and I End up going outside and doing things in the yard, and i you know, I know that sounds like Old Man Todd, but
0: Old Man Todd working in the yard. Old Man Todd, ouch! Uh, I stepped on a rake.
1: Do you want to give the kind of listener a bit of your your new hit song that you wrote no. in, in the pre?
0: <laughs> it's not ready. It's uh, still marinating.
1: All oh, I'm gonna say, oh, the fact that that is marinating makes that an even better song. <laughs> and yes, this is an inside joke. But at the same time, trust me, when you guys finally get to hear it, yeah, man, <clears throat> your balls are gonna be knocked off.
0: I'm telling you, yeah, exactly. Literally. I just need to learn how to play the guitar. And that should take me at least six or seven years. So we'll be all right. Um Jeff does a lot better guitar than he when, lets on. When 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 you do stuff in the backyard, what exactly do you do?
1: So, um, you know, and, and I'll put it this way with our house, we've kind of ignored the backyard sometimes just cause you know, we didn't, we didn't go out there. And this past year we went on vacation. Uh, we, the three of us really like to sit around like a fire. And so I said, you know, we could build a little kind of a beach area, a little circle and put some Adirondack chairs, made a little fire pit area, and, yeah. um, circled that off. And now, uh, I I so I got the Adirondack chairs. It was a fire pit, and I uh, I'm trying to think of what I just. Oh, and I ordered sand to put in it, so it's you know going to be like a true beach area. So that's kind of what I did yesterday. That's cool. Nice place to go, light a fire, and drink some wine and and relax.
0: There you go. Well, that sounds good. Maybe we'll get a uh, tour. By the right. way, that
1: was just that was disinterested Jeff. Whenever he asks me a question, and he just starts <laughs> looking around, it doesn't really give a shit what I just.
0: I know. Uh, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm just monitoring a few things happening on the screens here uh, Okay. as it's as I'm just wanting to make sure that, you know, I'm not like it's not dead air. Like the first time we tried to stream just a few minutes ago when there was no sound coming out. Um, All right. So let's uh, what's up with the number 86. I know it's between 85 and 87.
1: Oh you took away my favorite thing because <laughs> Wikipedia once again has to tell us that 86 is the natural number following 85 and preceding 87.
0: I like how they say natural number. Like 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 t- between numbers in the number universe. I mean it's like you're not a natural number. What is a natural is that a whole number? I'm I'm not What okay, let's go
1: look up what is, let's do some great podcasting. Yeah.
0: Once again natural I've thrown us way
1: numbers. Before. Are those used for counting. <laughs> okay, well, that was kind of boring.
0: You make me <laughs> feel I guess a like natural like a numbers. natural can, can, number. Can you
1: have a number that's not meant for counting?
0: Let me think. One, no, two. It's the loneliest number. One is the loneliest number. Unless you're eating pizza, then it's the only number. Because wow. you get all the okay. pizza. Okay,
1: that, that was the mic drop moment <laughs> for the day.
0: Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I'm, once again, but a natural number is meant for counting. Got it. As if there's a number that's not for counting. Infinity. Yeah. I'm sorry.
1: I, I I'm befuddled by it. Um. <laughs> I here here's one for you that at least makes a little more sense. There are 86 metals on the modern periodic table. Okay. Okay, there we go. That's a, that's a real thing. But here's where we really get into what we like to do on the other kind. And that is where does the number 86 fit into the lexicon of pop culture references? Right. So to do that, probably the easiest thing is let's jump over in the People History Time Machine and look at the year 1986 and what happened. The 19, year 1986, uh, a pound of broccoli, how much do you think it cost?
0: A pound of broccoli?
1: Yeah, a pound of broccoli. That's a, that's something that they have here. How much do you think that cost? In 1986? Yes. And I'm and a pound.
0: Um, I'm going to go with 97 cents.
1: <clears throat> 39 cents.
0: 30, 39, 39 cents. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this would
1: have been the year that the Space ch- Challenger uh, Space Shuttle Challenger disintegrated 73 seconds after launching. It was also, and this is pretty significant pop culture a little bit, was the year that Oprah Winfrey's show debuted nationally.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah. The, the uh, musical Phantom of the Opera, everybody knows how much I love my musicals, Phantom of the Opera hit in London's West End, goes on to become a sensation that is still running today. Hello, love. Which, in my boredom at the very first of the COVID thing, there's a thing called Broadway HD which is it has a lot of live streaming of stuff and they had. do you know andrew Lloyd Webber wrote a sequel to phantom of the opera no <laughs> i'm just asking i knew you'd have a lot of fun. it is one of the worst things that i've ever seen in my really? life i could only watched about 20 minutes of it and i was like okay this is the reason it never made it to broadway it uh-huh. is god awful 1986 so wait How wait, wait so is it
0: was it like is it the phantom and the girl like just living together and no
1: it's, it's she's always it,
0: like when you whenever we start to argue you just disappear
1: so i've listened to the i will yeah that's fine um i will listen to just about anything and i remember putting that on and thinking wow this is like really bad and then when i watched it the other day i kept thinking wow this is really bad yeah and I don't really know what it's about. I couldn't figure it out oh. except that Christine has gone, and Christine being the chick he loves, has gone and moved away, and she's coming back to Paris. She's married to Raoul, who is her boyfriend, but now he's like a gambling drunk, and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> and I, I, about 20 minutes into it, I just thought, I don't care. And that's when I turned it off, so I don't know what it's about. How old were you in 86, Jeff?
0: I would have been carry the one derivative cosine 12
1: 12 wait let's see
0: 14 I can't so in
1: 1986 I'm gonna guess out of the hit movies that year what your favorite movie was
0: I like this bit go for it
1: Crocodile Dundee (laughs) the Karate Kid part 2 yeah, other movies that year would have been Top Gun.
0: Oh, Top Aliens. Gun. Aliens. Are you excited about the second Top Gun coming
1: yeah. out? I would have had to been excited about the first one to be excited about the second. So
0: one. I, I have to stop us down now because Top Gun, the soundtrack to Top Gun, has a little uh, a little history. So I remember when I got a cassette recorder stereo that you could program a time for it to start. And so for, like, several weeks in the school year, I woke up to Highway to the Danger Zone. That was my alarm clock. So the cassette would come on at whatever time I set. And then... And that was top Gun. Big deal. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Kenny Loggins is probably one of my musical... Ties that breaks my heart the most from his days in Loggins and Messina, and then he goes on and he says, "You know, I don't have it good enough. Being a pretty good musician, I'm just going to write schlock for the rest of my life." And man, did he do a great job he of writing did a great schlock. job. So, uh, other films, let's see, Platoon came out that year. Would have gone, would go on to win Best Picture. Wow, popular music, musician of that year: Billy Joel, Robert Palmer, Van Halen, The Police. Um. I know you'll be excited about this. Whitney Houston's The Greatest Love of All was a smash hit. Of course, Bruce Springsteen, we know what that does for me. But one of the biggest hits of the year, and you want to talk about an earworm that will kill you, the Bengals walk like an Egyptian. Oh, yeah. Popular TV shows, Magna P.I., Dynasty, Falcon Crest. Oh, my God, this is just a (laughs) list of garbage that will rot your ears. Um, The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes. Oh, that was a U.K. Uh, The Cosby Show. Ooh. Hmm. Born this year that I love. Amelia Clark. Happy birthday, Amelia. And I think that's pretty much where we're going to stop there because at that point it gets into talking about major political leaders, and I don't want to do that.
0: No, let's not do that. That's
1: the year 1986. That's the ties to the number 86. Happy 86th episode.
0: So, real quick note, Robert Palmer uh, since it's Mother's Day, my mother was uh, had no had no issue mentioning how much of a crush she had on Robert Palmer, who was er- originally in a uh, group called Power Station.
1: Well, he was he was a singer before Power Station. Oh, was he? Yeah, he he did some stuff and kind of had that white man soul thing going on. My wife loves to. Bring up we used to work at Dillard's together and I worked in electronics and had Robert Palmer discs or something like that. And one day some and this happens, you work in something like that, somebody steals the disc. You know, they walk by, oh, they're listening to us, steal it. She loved Robert Palmer, and she to this day, she tells me I'm lying that I got sick of listening to it and I <laughs> threw the disc away. So anytime I hear his name,
0: I'm like, oh, oh so completely different uh experiences there. Cool.
1: All right. Well, does your mother still think he's just beautiful, even though he's long gone?
0: Sure. I'm sure that'll be my first question I ask her when I talk to her, talk to her later today on Mother's awesome. Day. Awesome. Mom, do you still have the hots for Robert Palmer? Or Once I'll, I'll ask my dad. dad.
1: completely just kicks me and says, shut up, Todd. I don't care what you're <laughs> trying to go with.
0: I will ask my father to ask her. That way it's equally painful for him. Hey, hey pop how are you yeah hey pop Mom's started crushing another guy um all right well thank you for the significance of uh number 86 let's move on to todd's take on let's go ahead and get out that wonderful sounding projector fired up oh, it's been a while since i've heard that i love it i could fall asleep to this todd what's your take on this week
1: my take it on is a new album by a band that I have come to truly love over the past few years. And that band is called American Aquarium. They get their name from a, a line, of I mean, a Wilco song, uh, the song being I'm trying to break your heart. Mm-hmm. And it's founded by a guy named B.J. Barham. And a friend of mine, you know, we've said many times on this podcast as a musician that Bruce Springsteen is one of my true idols. And right. I have a very good friend that I go to South by Southwest every year with him. We also go to a lot of concerts and he will constantly say, Hey, here's somebody in that kind of very soul bearing Springsteen mode. You're going to want to listen to. And a lot of times when he gives me those, I'm always kind of, I'm red dubious, but he gave me American Aquarium. And what he said was, Hey, here's a little bit of Springsteen, but you know, there's a little bit of petty, there's a little bit of this and this and this and this. And so I listened and I fell in love with him and he had an album probably about three or four years ago that I could not quit listening to. So when I found mm-hmm. that they had a new album coming out, um, I started digging into the songs one by one and it's a f- fantastic album. Uh, look, are there political leanings? I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. Yes, there are political ah. leanings. So if those things <clears throat> bother you, always stay away. Right. But what BJ does is he, he, like another one of my idols, Jason Iswell, is a, re- a recovered alcoholic. And there is a lot of introspective uh, uh, desire to get into where he knows he'll fail. So um, that kind of thing, for me as a musician, I love an artist when they can simply tell you the story and whatnot. What he does with this this album is he brings in a lot of Um, new sounds as far as there's a little bit of a soft horn sound to some of this the track I'm going to play for you today called The Long Haul Mm -hmm. has a little bit of a soft horn and so it's a neat idea with an Americana type thing so if you're cool I'm going to play just a little bit of
0: that absolutely they say you ain't been the same since you laid that bottle down the songs ain't. No soul, the band's done lost its sound. Get your head out of the clouds, boy. Pretty soon you'll realize sometimes the kindest thing you can do for a dream is let it die. I'm in it for the love, love, love. I'm here until the work's
1: done. So you can hear a little bit of that that idea that. This is a guy that has struggled with a whole lot and, and the song goes on to be about the woman that he's married to now and about the idea simply that troubles are going to be there for you, but if you face through them, you survive. He, he originally, some of his albums are even produced by, um, I, I'm sorry, his first album was produced by Jason Isbell, who I love. And so just one of those guys that's tied into the world that the way I like to see it if you're looking for things in this COVID-19 type world that you want to listen to, you want some new pop culture, music is the one place that's not stopping them. Mm, yeah. it's, it's somewhere you can turn to that you can still hear some stuff. So go listen to American Aquarium. Uh, he's doing the the live shows uh, that uh, everyone's doing now on YouTube. There's a lot of new content out there. So go check them out.
0: And that is American Aquarium. That's awesome. If I were a singer, and I had to sing about failures, I would sing about Jenga. Uh, What? (laughs) I would sing about the game Jenga. I don't know that game. It's the one where you remove the blocks, and then it falls. Oh, that's right! That's right! That's right! The the game where uh, Cuban Mark Cuban famously had his The Benefactor, and that was the final game. Was they played for like a million dollars? They played a game in Jenga. You remember Mark Cuban's show? No. Yeah, it was called Oh e- yes, I do. The Benefactor. Yeah. <clears throat> that trivia was it intended for and re- and was received by zero people. Um, I just got a I just got a text from uh, Nick at Pub One Three Four, and I sent him the link, let him know that we're 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 streaming the podcast live, and his text back to hey, me Nick. was, "I am confused." So Nick, I'm sorry. You're confused. <laughs> Sorry, you're confused. I don't know how else to <laughs> to explain it.
1: That's okay. I'm confused because there. When I watch it, first off, our images are inverted. Um, and what? then there's a massive. Yeah, whenever I see it, I'm facing a different way than I actually
0: am. Are you watching That's on your biggest. phone? Yeah. Yeah. Don't watch on your phone. Why? I don't know. Well, let me see if it, now. Now we got to stop it down just to see what's going on here. Because I'm watching on the laptop hey, and it looks fine.
1: Cassette player on top of us too. I mean, yes, I don't know what's going on there. That's
0: and yeah, that's pop culture reference. Look, I threw this thing oh, together.
1: No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can I be reductionist, Todd? No, absolutely. Why, why are we so small? Why Why are we not featured more? It's, and why are there level readers that don't go along with what I'm saying?
0: Well, first of all, the stream you're watching is delayed. What? Yeah. Yeah, just like everything else, you know that. You should know that from our days back at UHE. I know that. I just like to. Pick oh, okay. All right. Yes. Um, I'm trying to look at my stream on my phone. Hmm. Um, currently live. Whoa. So,
1: so while you're looking out to enthral people, and, and we'll talk about the days at UHE. One of my least favorite things to this day, and still working in that that field, are the people that are like, "I'm sorry, you don't know what you're talking about. Streams are not delayed. There's no such thing as hold a delay. on." And I'm like, oh. "Hold
0: hold on a second. I'm being... okay. So that was sweet, Catherine. You can see it fine. Your phone's yeah. broken. I'm looking at my phone. I'm fine. You got an Android phone, don't you?"
1: I do, which is better than an apple. (laughs) That it is. Wow, we're going to go
0: total sideways. Um, But I will look into that. I want to send a special thank you out to Todd, my co-host, and showing me that there may be some issues. Um, But I'm
1: sorry. Also, Jeff had to go, and I'm sorry. You're on an Android. Okay. He had to do Elitist Jeff. <laughs> I'm I play the damn music for you now. I'm sorry. I'm on Apple Tide. I'm one sorry. One. I bought into Steve Jobs garbage.
0: <laughs> Where is that music? Is it... Nope. That's not it. No. Nope, that's on. headlines. Where is it? Nope. That's your projector. There we go. There
1: it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jeff. All right. Well, no, um, thank you for saying that. I'll look, I'll look at why it's doing it. Now my camera's out of focus, so... Now the true Mm. the true kind listener, and uh, now I'm sorry (laughs) using an apple. (laughs) It's not an apple camera though. Um, Come on, camera! All right, that's that's actually easier. We're small because we want to go easy on our our viewers' uh, eyes. All right. With all that being said, let's go ahead and move along to Jeff Judgment on. I saw something this past weekend. This is gonna drive me crazy that this camera isn't working. I'm gonna try everything. Well, what about a hang- what about a napkin in front of nope, that didn't work. <laughs> See, I don't know if it's the microphone. God dang it. Technology. And you know, they always say, Oh, that camera, oh, it's perfect. It does a great job. There we go, folks. Uh, Proof the right there. Is
1: really sharp, Jeff. The well, background looks great.
0: It's you know the very popular thing right now to do on Twitch is to have the camera focused on your face and have your background blurred. I'm just I'm just doing nouveau. I'm doing the opposite. I'm blurring my face <laughs> and making the background clear. All right, before before this thing falls apart. Um there was an event this past week and it's been touted for a while and I and I do have old man ears and old man attention span. But uh basically there was this stuff coming out from Microsoft talking about, they're going to have this big Xbox series X, which is the new Xbox event. You were going to see gameplay and maybe some halo and some other things, uh, touting the technical capabilities of the next generation console. And, um, Ooh, I can try this. And I was pumped. Like I was waiting for it to come out. I jumped on Twitch. Nope. That didn't fix it. And, uh, Wanted to watch the stream. Um, I can't talk seeing my face like that. All right, here we go. Um, so. We, all, we see your face like that <laughs> all the time. Go ahead. <laughs> so I jump on Twitch and there's a countdown and there's like great music going. And um, then the first thing you see. So they've got that typical countdown screen, you know, and they've got the, the rave music playing in the background. And. Then it cuts to what looks like a webcam that came out in the 80s or 90s. Very pixelated. Looks horrible. The background, which is obviously being used on a green screen. Whoa. I just lost Todd. Hey, welcome back. Hey. That was weird.
1: That was weird. Extra weird. Are we still live?
0: We're still live. We're still good. I don't know why it cut out.
1: (laughs) Anyway, you were treated to is what I heard.
0: So basically, what came on the screen was just this horrible image and a horrible green screen and a refrigerator that was made to look like an Xbox. And the guys was totally hyped and everything. And then we got to see a bunch of video clips that weren't from the Xbox Series X, but are in development. So basically it was, you know, here's the game, but this isn't really what it's going to look like. It's going to look like something else, but here's what the current technology is allowing us to show. They did show um, some some interesting game trailers, one of them which is a game that um, uses, do you know who H.R. Geiger is? I do. Uh, it's a game based in, in that universe. Um, so that looks really interesting as far as, um, you know, graphically and, and whatnot. But the main bone I have to pick is the fact that, um, they just, it just did not look like they put anything into it as far as production and granted folks, I'm sitting in a small studio in Nebraska and trying to stream on Twitch <laughs> and record and have a Zoom call and everything. But it was just, it was really, really bad. And I don't want to just, um, I do have some notes here. Um, and I don't want to leave it with all the just down stuff. But um, basically, um, one major, major thing, Microsoft, that you need to do, and this is this is public speaking 101, which is this tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them, and then tell them what you told them. That's the, that's the basic formula of any kind of presentation. So all they needed to do was have a regular Joe Schmo say, Hey, welcome to it. This is what we're going to show you. We're going to show you footage, blah, blah, blah. We're going to show you some previews and then go do it. Um, the main message that was received too was, Hey, if you buy any of these games on, on some of the older consoles, you get them for free on the new Xbox. Great. Appreciate that. Um, they did do a formula in the in the production stuff that I really liked, which was they showed a bunch of previews. Then to break up the previews, they would say, we now have such-and-such such from such-and-such uh, game-producing company talk to talk to us more about Bright Memory or whatever it is that was one of the game trailers you saw. Um, so we saw bright memory, uh, that, that looks okay. Bright memory is if a player one was a video game, it's, it's fighting, it's shooting. Then you get in a car and you race and you know, it's just kind of a, it's all over the place. Dirt five is supposed to be towning like the best graphics, um, was not impressed. Scorn was the one that has HR Geiger's art and it looks super creepy. That looked great. Uh, madden
1: hr geiger is the oh, yeah. illustrator that a lot of the alien from ridley scott and then the subsequent films were based on on his designs
0: thank you for thank you for saying that yep um madden 21 eh, all madden tw-
1: I, I did see that that uh, thing and i was like okay everything that i saw touted how it was going to be this graphic advancement yeah. but all the video i saw was just hey this is where it came from and this is where it is and i thought it doesn't look any different than what i've seen before i don't get what you're pushing here
0: well here's the thing if you're going to be selling color televisions
1: Mm -hmm.
0: don't show your first ads on a black and white television yeah you can't show 4k streaming games and 120 frames on a twitch broadcast i mean i'm sure they have pretty advanced video codec but it just was kind of lost in its its own thing um and then like for madden 21 all they did was they showed all the years that madden had been out which i, I was kind of cool because i've been around for all that but right pat Mahomes, and then just promising that they're gonna they're gonna, they're gonna redefine the game which is what they've been trying to do right um bloodline 2 coming out there's a vampire one uh call uh call of the sea not interested um the Ascent, which is basically Diablo, but it's in space. The Medium, which they were touting a lot, uh, was a detective made by the people that did Silent Hill. Um, and then the center stage, the apex of the event, was supposed to be uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Okay, now Assassin's Creed is one of the greatest video games ever made. The storyline is getting a bit long, and now we've gone through the Revolutionary War. We've gone through um, uh, the Mediterranean, and now we're a Viking. Um, I'm guessing that this game is not going to change a lot, um, that it's just kind of a new coat of paint. But it was very disappointing for them to tout that we were going to see, you know, gameplay from the actual Xbox Series X for Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and basically all we saw was cutscenes. So... My message to Microsoft is call Todd, call myself, info at theotherkindradio.com. We will be more than happy to produce and execute your next event for free. Um,
1: whoa, whoa. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Jeff, rule 101. We don't do it for free anymore. We are long, professional people that want money.
0: Yes. Um don't listen to Jeff. And I feel bad now because there's probably something, you know me, I, I throw out a, an opinion like that and then then I feel bad. I'm sure there's a crew working hard and everybody's working from home and it's not easy to do, but I was, was very surprised that it, that caliber of a company, nobody had the microphones that you and I use. I mean, they're a little expensive, but you're Microsoft. So you could take, you know, a week and just say, all right, Joe Schmo, you know, we're going to send you some equipment and here you go because everybody was using either laptop mics or, or streaming camera mics. And it was just was, it was a real, it was really disappointing. And again, we're in the middle of a pandemic. So on, on the scale of important things, it's way down there, but it yeah, was.
1: That, that's a missed opportunity, especially yeah, during yeah. the pandemic, you know, when people you go. want something and they, they're like, give me something to hope for. Yeah. Um, I, I, again, the only one I watched was the the Madden trailer. And just like you, I did think it was very cool. But the, what I found myself thinking, and this has led to my disappointment, was, okay, that's really cool. Look how this game has progressed. Oh, and not just the graphics, but the way it's played, how it was just give the ball to the receiver. Yeah. And then I started going, wait, I'm not paying attention to the graphics. I'm looking at the gameplay. You want me to look at the graphics? And that's when it hit me, I thought, I'm not getting anything out of this, so, right. yeah, I think I think you're right. You got to think those things through. And what is your market? What are you trying to say? And when you're touting a new system, the big thing is is those those high frame rates. You know that that 120, yeah. just like you said. And I didn't I didn't see anything. Yeah, in
0: and 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 I think and and I'll say this for a lot of those because you and I have worked in this industry or industries like this for a long time, where where public announcements and stuff like that are, are are highly coveted by upper management. And one thing that I tried to do, and I think you've done through your career is you always want to bring that element of honesty. So if it was you and I producing that event, I would have just had you or me come on and say, Hey, we realized originally we said that we were going to have all of this footage um, and, and show you all these incredible things about the Xbox series X, but due to circumstances out of, you know, beyond our control, um we're gonna have to limit things down we're gonna show you some really cool trailers some games i think you'll get really excited about but uh, we're just not going to be able to show that today you know based on whatever reason and then just let your audience know because that's the biggest thing they're looking at it they can see that they're not immediately not delivering um what was promised so i
1: wonder in situations like that that <clears throat> Can you not say to your audience, look, I know what you're here for today is 120 frames per second. I know that's what you want to see. And guess what? This thing can crank it out. We're going to show you some of the guts of this system. Show me that Show me that, and then say, look, we're still working to get the final renders of this kind of stuff. And we'll show you that as soon as we can. Here is the, you know, build. There are so many ways to present that. Here's what we're building for you. Here's what we're working on. We're as excited as you are. And then you could have taken that, Madden example and say, look at what we're going to show you. This is the progression. Just imagine where we're going next. Right. Right. But I, it was a missed opportunity for me. I am kind of curious to see this HR Geiger game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I have to ask is Assassin's Creed really that great.
0: The first one was. Okay. uh, The first, the first Assassin's Creed gets into the whole, how you're able to go back in time and play as, as the assassin and mm-hmm. basically it's all based off of this machine that, uh, in that reality, your DNA carries memory of your ancestors okay. and this machine allows you to access those memories. And sometimes there's a gap. So you go back and play to re implant those memories to solve an overall mystery. That was so great. I'm go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you please. I, I was going to say, and they did some variations of it, which was good, but, you know and there were people who pumped about playing as a, as a viking um but but basically now the worlds are so big it's almost like the grand theft auto where i get you know short term focus issues and just start running around you know chasing chickens
1: so i played part of one where i was like a pirate yes like
0: that. That, that one was good too yeah
1: i never finished it maybe that you know i've been looking for things to do during covid there you maybe go. I'll go, i think i have it on my xbox i'll go play it again
0: hey and the other thing is if you ever want to you and i can go play because uh, it's free on game pass The sea of thieves which is the pirate one that microsoft okay. put out and you and i can party up and we can we can hire really yeah we can we can be pirates on the on the whatever <laughs>
1: So if we, if we, if we stream that out yeah. for everybody to watch, can you just make sure to make her noises the whole time?
0: Well, the, the funny thing is Soto Popin, who also streams on Twitch, I was watching his stream late one night and they made the rule that you had to talk like a pirate and there was something going on. I think one of the guys accidentally released a grenade on, on deck and blew up part of the deck and Soto Popin was yelling at everybody. Go do this, go do that. And nobody was answering him. He was getting more frustrated and finally, one of his one of his guys' streams was like, "Captain, we can't understand ye." And he's like, he's like, "Oh sure, okay, all right. And they started talking like a pirate, but I'm confused.
1: They had grenades during pirate times,
0: Uh, b- 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 yeah, not like hand grenades. they just were kind of these explosive things a
1: figurative grenade,
0: a fi- yes, a figurative. <laughs> right, all right, so Microsoft, sorry to say, we get a big uh, X on that. Uh, that's Jeff Judgment on Microsoft. Get your stuff together. Uh, let's go ahead and fire up the typewriter. Hopefully I've got the right. Oh, I didn't uh, play the sound out for you thing. Sorry. Let's get the aggressive typewriter out and let's get moving and let's go through some headlines. Yeah. Ding. Um, all right. So we've got a number of things to go through here. First of all, my first headline that's uh, on the run sheet here for you. Is it looks like Tom Cruise is go- is going to uh, shoot a movie in space with SpaceX? Um, it's going to be the first movie that's shot in space, according to NASA. And didn't say how Cruise. They didn't say how Cruise was going to be participating in the adventure, but they confirmed that Cruise will launch into space and stay aboard the International Space Station. Um. Cruise, as we all know, has done a number of his own stunts and is kind of a crazy guy. I'm just wondering, and I, this caught my eye because I always like uh, film brain Todd. Just, I mean, is this jumping the shark? What's what's going on here?
1: So I saw that headline and I thought that's what Tom Cruise's career has gotten to is. <laughs> He will do this, and it's you know he, he will perform this stunt on the on the side of a skyscraper, five hundred stories in the air. It's always now he he's never just being Tom Cruise in a role. It is some new bizarre stunt, strapped to the side of a plane. I don't know. Does he- <laughs> I mean, it, could you not have said that the the guys uh, doing Apollo thirteen? performed in space as well because isn't that that whole vomit rocket was in that partial space
0: yep, yep. um that's a
1: waste i am not interested in that tell me a story don't tell me a gimmick okay
0: so you, you're against it but yep. let me ask you this first person to shoot a movie in space does that guarantee you an oscar
1: no <laughs> right. I just, uh, my disdain for award shows aside no
0: all right well, no, no uh, information on the storyline. Um, it makes me giggle because what if it's the sequel to Jerry Maguire? <laughs> <laughs> but he's in space. You had Show me. Show me the money. What? It's, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You <gasps> yeah, had no. me at. You had me at three, two, one. Lift off. Never mind. Um, okay, so we'll move on now to a GameSpot article that there is another Star Wars movie <sighs> coming out, being made. I thought we were done. I thought the the two kissed and, you know, the dude died and the ships just freaked out.
1: It, you you really cannot think that this is oh, it. It is another Star Wars movie. They will never stop making Star Wars movies. When oh. I am long gone from this world, they will continue to make Star Wars movies. Right. It just won't feature Ray and Kylo Ren and all that garbage. Ah.
0: Oh. Okay. Well, I could take a break from that.
1: Well, did you hear who it was that's attached to to direct it? That came out on May the fourth.
0: Yeah. I'm. Oh. Really. No. Taika Say it again. I was speaking over you. Taika
1: Waititi, who directed oh. Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Um, he has been hired to make a new Star Wars film. Has ha- I have that article here in front of me. Let me. I, I know this woman. I just can't say her name without it in front of me. Uh, where is it? Uh, Leslie Headland, who is the showrunner of Russian Doll, oh. co-creators, also is being brought on to uh, create a Star Wars film. Mm. So, so there's th- a lot of interesting stuff out there, and, and what they're stepping away from in the Star Wars world is. This idea that somehow it has to be tied to the Skywalker story now they're making things that are standalone, right? So it's pretty interesting.
0: Do you think they might borrow from the 80s movie that featured um, Meg Ryan and Sigourney Reaver and call it Working Droid? I gotta go, wasn't there, wasn't there, wasn't I, that I, called I working? <laughs>
1: I just cleared out my ear thinking that maybe I just didn't hear you. I was right. scratching. I was like, what what did he say? Oh, and he goes blurry again because of the blurriness nice. of
0: it's like the camera knows that I'm an idiot.
1: <laughs> so I, here's what I have to ask you. And yeah. since you you turned down my my boulevard of favorite things in the world. Yeah. Um have you watched Star Wars The Clone Wars? The final season? No. Have you ever watched any of that show?
0: Yes. Luke is working his way through it. He really likes it. Um, I just get... I get uh, nails on a chalkboard every time they go, Roger, Roger. The whole... Yeah,
1: I don't like that either, but I will tell you what is unbelievable about The Clone Wars is that it makes the prequels bearable.
0: Oh, okay.
1: It is so well done, and... You know, they so the Clone Wars, for those of you that don't know, tell the uh, during the prequels they actually tell about the clones and the Jedi fighting together. The battles we don't see in the movies are what they fight. And Anakin has a Padawan that he brings up, uh, named Ahsoka Tano. Mm-hmm. And whenever that first is introduced, I thought, wow, what a silly idea! Wow, was I wrong? She ends up being one of the best characters they've ever created in the Star Wars world. This is overseen by Dave Filoni. Uh, who helped create the Mandalorian. It is amazing. And so they, when Disney bought it, they shut down the production of that. And then they came back and surprised everybody and said, we're going to give you one more season. We're going to wrap the story up. And I'm telling you, if you only want to watch one thing, just know that Anakin has his Padawan and her name is Ahsoka Mm -hmm. and go watch the final four episodes. And they play like a two hour movie that sort of wrap up that world. I mean, Wow. Hmm.
0: Just wow. Yeah. I, I should, I should put a little more time there. I know Luke's really digging it. So it's uh, good. How we, are the Roger Rogers in all this, all the seasons? Well, yeah, they're in there,
1: but they, okay. you know, the, they do treat it. It's a little comedic. And I, I, I like you, Jeff. I think that was a huge mistake right, uh, on Lucas's part on the way to handle that. There's no menace to it, but what, Filoni has done is he's sort of retconning the entire Star Wars world and, and fixing all the problems. Nice, um, and bringing emotion to it. And here's the thing: if you watch the prequels, Anakin's descent to the dark side makes no sense. Right. He all of a sudden, I'm Darth Vader. Well, okay, but with this, you begin to see how conceit and greed supersede his his devotion to the Jedi Order. Right. It's really, really, really well done.
0: Well, good time. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll check that out. Thank you for, thank you for uh, giving some insight. I'm sorry, on to
1: that. Take it. I know that's not where you wanted to go with that, with that headline, but it no. definitely is in my mind.
0: No, right no. Now. Hey, it's it's open form. We're podcasting. We're streaming live on the internet. Ooh, hello, internet. Speaking of internet, um, Tiger King has been probably one of the biggest shows uh, that's hit streaming services this summer. Um, I, I like to think that part of the reason why it's popular is because of, uh, the self quarantining or, 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 the staying home. Um, but this, this particular headline caught my, um, eye, and chef Jeff, who's a, uh, a kind listener is a big fan of this guy. Uh, so it looks like not only did tiger King, you know, catch a bunch of eyes this, uh, this summer or the beginning of spring, I should say. But now it looks like Nicolas Cage is going to play Tiger King's Joe Exotic in a scripted series from American Vandal Showrunner. Um, What does that mean? When they say American Vandal, that's the show. And then what's a showrunner? What what does that headline mean?
1: A showrunner is the person that oversees. They're like a uh producer. Uh, producer, director. Ah, okay. So they, they, they oversee the tone, everything about it, because when you're writing a TV show, something like that, you've got 10 episodes. You have to have one person has a creative right. throughput on it.
0: So I'm sure everybody was craving more <laughs> Tiger mm-hmm. King. Eh. Um, But it looks like uh, Nick Cage is going to be. Where does Nick Cage fall? Oh, well, we heard that great story that you told us about Nick Cage at the diner.
1: Yeah, I, it's funny because just yeah. the other day he came up. For, oh, I, I, I was sitting with Abby and we watched a movie. We watched Raising Arizona. She'd never seen uh, it, and I was I was just telling her that story about Nicholas Cage. So,
0: Coen Brother movie, right? That is a Coen Brother. One story. of the other ones, yeah. Um, it's in one of the past episodes, but uh, basically, Todd used to hang out with Nick Cage a lot. So, shut up. Uh, for so those, for those of you that are uh, wanting and needing more uh, Tiger King, Joe Exotic material. Nick Cage is going to bring it to the screen. Um, another one, another Star Wars related one that I knew that we'd be interested in talking about too is it looks like season two of The Mandalorian, which Disney's doing a smart thing here. Um, it looks like Robert Rodriguez is going to be the director. And I I took the headline as meaning that he was going to direct all the episodes, but you've corrected me on that. It's just going to be a couple of them.
1: Yeah, uh, they're going to do exactly what they did with the first season, which is they bring in a slew of directors. In the first season, you had John Favreau, Dave Filoni, um, Taika Watiti, and a couple of people that I, if I go look them up, I know who they are. I just can't remember their names out of hand. They've done the same thing here. Filoni going to direct again. I don't know if Favreau will direct, but Rodriguez has come in. Uh, it's a pretty smart – oh, it was also uh, Dallas – Bryce Howard, who is uh, Ron Howard's daughter, directed an episode in that first season. Um, And she did, as a first-time director, did a pretty stinking good job with her episode. But it's a pretty cool idea that they're going to bring these people in like that. And I think Rodriguez is a very good choice for this world. He he fits the aesthetic beautifully.
0: I like how in order to prove that the Robert Rodriguez... Uh, headline was true they had to post a picture on instagram with him and baby yoda <laughs> oh really yeah um that's what's you know kind of put it over and i think um disney's doing a smart thing here i i got a free um a free year oh yes um free year of uh of disney television because i did something with apple uh I, I think i got a watch or did something anyway um and i wasn't planning on renewing Mm -hmm. but i'm pretty sure season two is going to come out next year so i'll have to renew in order to be able to watch it so kudos to uh to disney for for being smart
1: just as a super side notey kind of thing it's like disney plus is so smart with all that disney catalog content when you go there it is there's so much to watch and I kind of said this with Star Trek Discovery before. God, I looked at the CBS All Access again the other day. There is nothing there. (laughs) That is a terrible app. You guys, you know, you talk about Microsoft screwing the pooch. It's like, CBS, step it
0: up. Get some content going. And that's, you know, it reminds me a little bit of of the the sports teams, the college teams that decided to go with their own channel, uh, like the Longhorn Network. It's, you know, it's... it sounds interesting to have your own content and your own channel for CBS exclusive or whatever. I hope that the end result of that is everybody just goes back to Netflix or three or four other options as far as getting yes. content. Yeah.
1: You know, it, the funny thing is, too, there that CBS is they're trying to play both sides of the fence. Hey, we've got our own app. By the way, we also don't want to give our stuff away for free because we can syndicate it and make so much money. Well, then don't waste my time if you're just going to syndicate and you want to play both sides of it. Because my wife watches one of the shows on there and she said they only have one season on here and I want to get caught up on it. How stupid is that? You own the content, <laughs> right. stream the content, give it to people,
0: just put it on there. Yeah, all right. Um, moving on to our last headline here something that I saw, and this is this is the geek side, this is a total selfish um story here. Um, but basically, there is um, uh, a thing out there called a neural network. It's AI. And basically, it does whatever geeky stuff it wants to do. But this one cat decided to play Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Ashley. And then what the computer did was it started generating its own song based on the data that it was fed. Um, so we're gonna start out here. It's a YouTube video, so I'm sure there is, uh, some type of uh ad at the beginning of it but uh we're gonna play it so we're gonna start out hearing the original and then what the computer did take a listen to this it's this pretty funny here we go in three two one and right now there's text up there saying what it is here we go <music> Now the AI's AI in. So now computers are going to start writing music better than we can
1: yeah no that they're not because the, the original song is really a great pop in and <laughs> that computer just completely said hey i'm gonna do i'm gonna sample yeah. for you which yeah. shows you why sampling sucks
0: <laughs> um this particular article is available on DIG. If you just want to uh, check it out there, just do a search for Rick Ashley or Neuro Network, and that'll uh, that'll get that squared over. So let's go ahead and take that aggressive typewriter. Nope, that's the projector. Oh, good Lord. Hey, more things change. You're
1: doing great, Jeff, you're doing great.
0: More things stay the same. So, um, in intro to this next segment, I want to congratulate Todd. I think everybody should congratulate Todd on his new record. Do you know what record that is?
1: No. Which record?
0: The record for the most consecutive days alive. <laughs> so if you think about it, every morning we get up and start making our day, that is the, an extra day added on to the most consecutive days that you've remained alive. um, I'm still working on how that's going to fit in but basically those that have ended their streak uh there's some notable notes and people this past week um that no longer will be breaking their uh, consecutive days alive record in other words they have passed away probably most notably uh in a lot of screen time with the um pandemic and everything going on but I'm glad to see it is um little richard yeah
1: that that hit just yesterday. Yeah. Right? Yes. Um in fact I was doing uh Men of the Apes when it came down and mm. you know I saw it and I thought, oh man, that's that's one that hits me just because my you know I've said it before on the podcast. My daughter her name is Abby, A B B E Y. That's after Abby Road. The reason I bring that up is that if you don't realize the influence little Richard had on Paul McCartney, all you need to do is go listen to us are standing there and hear all the type stuff that McCartney (laughs) would do he adored Little Richard so when I saw that I thought man that is Little Richard you know was one of the true not just pioneers of rock and roll but I mean he was one that basically before punk was punk he was throwing basically a middle finger at the world and saying this is my version of what rock and roll is and he stood up to a lot of stuff that you know that basically created the world that all the punks and all the things could have after that. It just truly a legend.
0: Yeah. I mean, you think about, I mean, there was race, there was, there were a number of other elements that, that, uh, little Richard faced and then, and then to write good music on top of it and then face some of that adversity. Um, truly amazing. And, and I think in a lot of ways, uh, broke down some barriers and and created some ways that, uh, other people were able to kind of get in and do what they love. And I think that that's something that is overlooked a lot of the time when it comes to um, artists, singers, people that get to do what they really want to do uh, for a living, which is they all do it uh, majority of the time out of love. And I think that guy just encapsulated and, and really represented, uh, a star, a performer, and somebody who you could see, and and part of the the joy of of listening or watching Little Richard was watching him perform, and uh, I think that you know we always we always whenever something like this happens or we talk about it, I think without Little Richard it, you, there would be many stars. Kind of like if you didn't have Elvis, there'd be a lot of stars that would maybe not have been influenced to you know do what their heart desired and and grab a little bit here and a little shake a little hip shake there right. from these people that did a great job. So, I mean, can
1: you imagine Prince with right. that little Richard? There you before? go.
0: There you go. Very well never, said.
1: Never happened. Never.
0: Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, rest in peace and thank you for all the hard work. 1932 to 2020. He 87. was, uh, 87. So yeah. that's, that's a good run. That's more consecutive days alive than, than I've got. Um, by far. The other one, and there have been a couple others, so we you know, we're not trying to disrespect by not bringing them up, but I'm, one of the other notable ones was um Roy of Sigmund and Roy. Siegfried. Siegfried and Roy. That was a Sigmund
1: test. and Roy <laughs> was actually the uh Hannah Barbera or whoever that was that made the really bad Oh, who was that that made the the the, the, the banana splits.
0: What? Hannah Barbera. Do Bar- you know Bar- what the banana, banana splits? splits? Well, I'm looking it up now. Hannah Barbera oh, banana.
1: No, it wasn't Hanna-Barbera who made those. And I can't...
0: Banana. B A N B A N A N A S. Split. Was it a show called Banana Split?
1: Yes. Um, uh, you j- don't remember it? And they were like weird people dressed up in... Oh, oh my God. I cannot. We're going to have to do a TV whole show. This... Banana, the Banana Splits. <gasps> you don't
0: remember it. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay, here's their... Up, like, and it was like seriously an acid trip of stuff. <laughs>
0: um okay, so this is their open. I gotta turn it down a
1: little bit.
0: <laughs> oh my god, yeah, this is so born out of This was a little bit before my time.
1: Yeah, because there was one that was derivative, and I'm trying to figure it out. It was called Sigmund and the Sea Monsters.
0: Oh, okay. It's that same
1: type of thing. Oh, that was a Sid Marty Croft. But when you (laughs) said Sigmund and Roy, I was like, wait, was this the Sigmund and the Sea Monster suddenly with a a very flamboyantly gay host? I don't know. Man, that's taking you back to the seventies TV right there.
0: Yeah, the banana splits. There was definitely some um uh, some extracurricular uh oh, some elements there that were helping to the creativity uh, of that particular right. show. We'll just leave it at that. all but right
1: Yes, so, Roy's gone.
0: Yes. Um so uh and for anybody else that's lost anybody, uh, you know, we're hoping to make it through it. It's hard to talk about celebrity deaths without me feeling bad for not talking about somebody else that's probably lost somebody, especially with all the stuff going on. So,
1: Well, I teased this in the, the pre-pro. I do have a, and I can make this pretty quick. I have a Roy story. Can I share? Oh, yes, quick?
0: yes, 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 yes. Please do. So Thank
1: I, you. I think it was literally on uh, my wife and I's first anniversary. Uh, we were so incredibly poor. We saved our money. She traveled a lot, so we had some frequent flyer type stuff, and we went to Las Vegas. We are not Las Vegas people. Ah. Just not us. Um, and... I think I went and gambled and whenever since I was so poor when I lost 20 bucks, I was like, okay, I'm done with this. But the hotel where we were staying did something because it was our first generation and gave us tickets to see Siegfried and Roy.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: we're, you know, like when you go to those showrooms in Vegas and they have the they have all the tables everywhere, but then they have the one set of tables that are kind of round and face around it. And so they put us there, and I'm feeling all high uh, on top of the world because I get my two free drinks.
0: Yes, yes. Um,
1: I had, and I'm, it's like two Heineken's there in front of me, and I'm getting poor, and I'm like, these are great. <laughs> I watching the show, and I'm sipping them so they last. And it goes on, and, yeah, you've got Siegfried, uh, Siegfried and Roy, and all their tigers, and it's very, you know, over the top, and we're having a good time. <clears throat> and Michael Jackson had done the music for that. Oh, and so, you know, I'm not a big Michael Jackson fan. I liked him okay. Uh, we're enjoying it. But then the soundtrack goes into this whole thing where Roy vanishes. And it's like, and you start hearing Michael Jackson say, Where's Roy? Where's Roy? Where's Roy? Where's Roy? Where's Roy? <laughs> and I'm like, Okay, where's Roy? And I'm not kidding you. From right behind me, I hear, I'm here. <laughs> and like, I just dropped in. I'm sorry about that. Right behind me, there was a trap door in the um, floor no it was it was in the uh oh, oh my god where the tables are they built a trap door right behind me and he popped up right behind me my two free heinekens boom <laughs> i about cried for myself and there's rory right <laughs> over my shoulder so when i hear him die all i think of is he- spilled heineken
0: yeah it's me oh that's cool did they get you maybe some some more heinekens since you oh, They looked at me
1: and told me to get out for the next show
0: oh darn. come on heineken what, what 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 venue was it did you say in in vegas I
1: honestly don't remember. That was 25 years ago.
0: Might have been the Mirage. I know they were they were on at the Mirage Maybe. for a long time. The Mirage was kind of the place to be when it first opened when it was in Vegas.
1: Yeah, and, and that was long before he got mauled by a tiger during a show. I guess he and the Tiger King, you know, could have had something in common. Right. Did you not know he got mauled by a tiger? I did. I
0: remember when that happened, he was it was pretty close. It, it, but the same thing, I mean, it's a horrible thing to hear to happen to anybody, but it was like, you know, if you, if you play with— with bears or your bear trainer or these alligator people that train alligators, you know, it's the scorpion and the frog, you know, where the frog wants to cross a ride across the the stream and the, or the scorpion wants to ride across the stream. And he goes up to a frog and says, Hey, will you give me a ride? And the frogs like, no, he's like, why? And he goes, cause you're going to sting me. And the frog's like, ah, oh. the scorpions like, nah, I'm not going to do that. And then, uh, they get across, and then the scorpion stings the frog. And the frog says, yo, what's up? Why did you do that? And the scorpion says, because I'm a scorpion. And that concludes Jeff's Fables for this episode of The Other Kind Radio. All right, let's get let's get to center stage. Um, I know people, we're already at an hour, so we'll, we'll make this segment kind of short because <clears throat> we know we got people out there with important things to do. Today's Mother's Day. And uh, I'll throw it to Todd first because I know he's looking at his phone. Um, You got any special plans today for Mother's Day? You guys going to do anything? Go to Vegas, maybe catch a show, spill a Heineken?
1: Not going to go to Vegas, but we are going to drive just north of here and go see both of our parents. Our parents, uh, my mother and my wife's mother live within about 15 miles of each other. So we're going to, we bought them a couple of plants. We're going to drive up and go, here's your plant. Don't get near me. Don't touch me. We love (laughs) you. And then to make my wife happy, there is a a favorite greasy spoon of ours that we're going to go get food to go from and sit in the
0: parking lot and eat it. Oh, Um, man. Tell me what you're going to get.
1: Today, I think I'm going to get their steak sandwich. I'm telling you, if you're ever up in Denison, Texas, a little bitty town where I grew up, there's a place called City Limits that sits between the two towns of Sherman and Denison, where my wife and I are from. And I am telling you, if you want one of the best chicken fried steaks ever, go there, and their chicken fried steak sandwich is to die for. So, sounds good, yummy stuff.
0: I'm telling you, I'm, I'm hey, i went, i went fuzzy again. I love it. This camera it's, is it's, awesome. When you
1: get excited or hungry, that's when you go
0: fuzzy. <sighs> I'm gonna have to look and get. Yeah. Anyway, um, so as far as us, so um, the boys will be over later, and mm-hmm. I tried, you know, as their consultant to give them some ideas and stuff but you know sometimes you got to just let those guys do the thing so i treated Catherine to an early mother's day yesterday and went and got some takeout from uh, a restaurant here called la mesa when you come back up todd i'll take you there it's good mexican food and they had margaritas to go so you Mm -hmm. get this little kit and you get home and you mix it up so we had some margaritas and some fitas. it was really good She's excited. They'll be over uh, later and uh, we'll hang out. And then, of course, I'm going to reach out and probably call my mother face, 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 zoom, face Skype um, with mom. See how she's doing. Um, Maybe I fixed it last time. I think the sensor gets confused. Maybe. No, now it's just. No, it's. God. I'm telling you, I'm so frustrated anyway. Um, but let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about the, uh, the creation of Mother's Day. The, ho- the holiday was started by daughters. Um, by what daughters.
1: So they just arbitrarily know that a group of daughters across the world said that is my mother's day <laughs> before the internet ever, when did this first occur?
0: Well, that's what, that's what I'm getting to. Um, it, it was actually occurred a hundred years before I was born. I can't read. It wasn't
1: created by daughters, whatever.
0: Suffragist and writer Julia Ward Howe first suggested the idea of Mother's Day in the United States in 1872.
1: Okay, that makes
0: sense. Howe was a pacifist and saw the holiday as a chance to unite women and rally for peace. For several years, she held the annual Mother's Day meeting in Boston. Wicked smart. However, West Virginia activist Anna Jarvis, great-great-grandmother to Jarvis who commands and helps out Iron Man is credit create, is credited with creating the holiday that is celebrated today in 1908 Jarvis campaigned for a national observance of the holiday in honor of her mother, who was a community health advocate. Her mom had organized several mother's day work clubs that addressed. <laughs> and then Cooper Anderson pops up on my screen. Cause you know, you can't read an article anymore without pop-ups. Um, her mother had organized several Mother's Day work clubs and addressed child-rearing and public health issues. And Jarvis wanted to commemorate her work with all mothers. Um, Although, here's where we have the, the turn or the apex and the music changes. However, Jarvis later became disillusioned by how floral and greeting card companies commercialized the holiday and she said she regretted starting it
1: whatever she also owns stock in hallmark right right
0: she doesn't own stock in this camera that i'm using I'm telling you that right now the camera sucks it, and i i don't want to badmouth them but in uh, and, and this thing is is it wasn't necessarily the bottom bargain basement camera either anyway um it's a day that mothers get pampered so we know that um that's pretty much it um
1: i don't i don't want to lump this into the category of how i treat award shows but don't you have a little bit of a a cynical feel about days like this now because it truly is hey buy some flowers buy a card right it man i it stops me down i i I am always happy to tell my wife, my mom, anybody like that. Hey, you are a great mom. You are you are great. I don't need days. I don't need Valentine's Day to tell my wife I love her. I do that every day, right? So I don't know. I it is what it is. I think I I I, I enjoy going to see my mom. That's why I'm doing it.
0: I think it. Um, I think it started out with good intentions, but sure. You know, it really is. It's like Valentine's Day or anything else. If you need a day to tell your mom that she's awesome, then you might need to look at some things. However, I remember getting phone calls and and I uh, I think um, Tree, the other kind listener, Tree sent me a text saying, hey, don't forget that tomorrow's Mother's Day, blah, 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 blah. So I do have one last thing to share with us here before we start to head out. Mother's Day Job Values Index 2020. So... Occupation title, cook, mother's job descri- description, cooking, hours per week, 14, weeks per year, 52, mean hourly wage, 1223, change from 2019, 12%, annual earnings, $8,900. Damn. What, what does this mean? <laughs> it, it
1: means that our society constantly does not value those that actually put us on this earth that, that take care of us, that nurture us,
0: but they put a monetary value on it. They're saying, but Jeff, you can put a monetary value to anything. Okay. You're right. Cause it says overall, $89,752.
1: I guess that's maybe that's annual income or you're just saying your mother, you can literally (laughs) buy any mother for that amount of money. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'll take
0: her. Right. And with the COVID going on, they even, um, updated with education middle school teacher to 93,920 so I guess what they're trying to do is is show the value of what a mother does in the house
1: you know before we go can I can I offer one thing about Mother's Day yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. I love movies I I tried to find Mother's (gasps) Day movies and they're really there is one that automatically I'm so not interested in because I on the poster I see Jennifer Aniston and I see Julia Roberts immediately, I don't want to see that movie. However, there are a lot of mother's movies out there. Um, you've got Stepmom. You've got Serial Mom, which is a great John Waters kind of satire. You've got all kinds of postcards from The Edge, but the one I'm going to give you two for you to watch. Okay. Albert Brooks' Mother with he and Debbie Reynolds, a very sweet, good film. But here is my Mother's Day pick. It is the greatest mother's movie of all time. Are you ready? I'm ready. That would be 1981's Frank Perry directed classic, "Mommy Dearest." Oh boy, "Mommy Dearest" and and love your your no wire coat hangers.
0: No more love. wire hangers. No more wire hangers. Yeah, I think I've seen Oddly,
1: that. Oddly, is on uh, IMDb they have a mistake in their coding because it it has a picture of that movie poster, but it also has a video embed of that. Thing, uh, that was on Hulu about the mom with Munch- Munchausen by proxy. Oh. IMDb, fix your page.
0: Just yeah, you. IMDb, get your together, all right? Well, my camera is refusing to get into focus. We've been in your ear for an hour and 14 minutes. So as any as any uh, good doctor would tell you, that's way too long to have our voices rattling around in your eardrum. Uh, parting shots, Final. final... Final thoughts?
1: Hey, Why do I just keep hearing the whole Donnie Wahlberg or whatever it was? What do you mother?
0: <laughs> I loved, I loved the Saturday night skit where they had, where they used to have him on there and, and he would talk to uh Hey, Hey goat. I'm Donnie Wahlberg. I'm a movie star. How you doing? All right, then take care. Say hello to your mother for me. And then he would walk, <laughs> he would walk off and each, episode and i think it was sandberg that was doing the Im- imitation of uh donny walberg uh each week it was hey hello turtle how are you i'm done uh, no it's not donny Wahlberg. it was uh mark Wahlberg. sorry yeah. yeah can't even get the punchline right so word to your mother that you're, you're just parting shot for the week for the
1: week you know that that brings to mind doug benson who does doug love movies podcast yes. has a comedian that comes on often and he does all he does is talk like mark Wahlberg. Oh, I, I love want to see him live with uh doug benson and it is just hilarious because he'll even sit there you know just the comedian you know it's not him but he stays in the character he's like hey
0: i'm just talking to you Hey,
1: <laughs> it is so funny
0: all right. Well, um, that's gonna do it for this episode. That means I need to start the music because it's got the intro, but we gotta hit that. We gotta turn you back up. There we go. Um, so we want to thank everybody again. Uh thank you for practicing social distancing. Thank you for everybody listening. our our base on SoundCloud has just grown and growing and growing. So thank you for all the follows and listens. Uh happy Mother's Day to uh, my mom. Uh, and, uh, look forward to talking to her later today. Happy birthday, uh, happy birthday, <laughs> happy mother's day to Catherine. Good Lord. It's time for me to shut this thing down. Um, if you want to email us, Jeff at the other kind, Todd at the other kind, or info at the other kind, You can find out more information at our website, which is www.the other kind, and uh, do a search on Twitter and you'll find Todd or the other kind. I want you to have a good week. Thank you for your ears, and we'll talk to you next week. Just remember, after you say Happy Mother's Day, the say other kind of radio. we are radio. The Other Kind Radio. Have a good week. The Other Kind of Radio. The Other Kind of Radio. The Other Kind of radio.